Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he's grabbed from behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Yershinsky not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner. Posebnik getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Solid contact right there. The fan. I don't know if I'm gonna be putting on this headset again. Definitely Tom Brennan. Definitely Tom Brennan. I was looking at that. I was like, man, these are great calls. Who is that? Ooh, Tom Brennan. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Uh, welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that at the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10Athefan.com and the Odyssey app. Speaking of podcasts, the Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow at 4 p.m., a little in the brews session uh, with a really fun and lengthy uh, Beer of the Week segment. So make sure you get that wherever you get your podcasts, 10 in the Fan and the Odyssey app. Uh, we are Hall of Fame heavy today. Uh, we didn't really want to be, but boy, things just kind of got a little out of hand. Well, I don't know. I I think I think what happened this Maybe not year. Maybe a little out of hand, but just shining a lot of light. I think what happened Thanks, this year changed a lot of everything. I yeah. mean, I didn't think it the day I, it happened. Like I was like, oh, okay, David Ortiz. Duh. The more I've thought about it, though, it's like, in the amount of like social media stuff I've seen about it, it feels like this was the year, and it's too late now because it's right. year ten for those guys. <clears throat> like, if this had happened last year, and the cover's been blown, if this the cover's been last blown. year, maybe, maybe you get those guys in, but. It's just like everyone's become aware to it now. Mm-hmm. And it's a joke. Yeah, it's an absolute joke. Four four guys um did not make it in their 10th year um who are 
I mean, quite big cornerstones. Part of that passing article that I forgot to mention was how much Sosa and McGuire were celebrated as saving baseball, mm-hmm. and their reward is punishment. Yep. Um, which which is an interesting conversation to have for another day. Uh, but Barry Bonds finishes with 66%. Roger Clemens right behind at 65.2. God, I would love to meet the three people that voted yes for Bonds, but no for Clemens. Like, are you Red Sox fans that are angry? Like, what? what <laughs> Who knows? What changed those three people's minds? Who knows? Uh, and they did go up, by the way. That is the, they did the highest they've It's the highest been. they've been. Yeah. Uh, and Sammy Sosa also at 18.5%. The man's got over 600 home runs. So that'll tell you what people think of him. Uh, and then the, uh, the, the wild card is Kurt Schilling, which we can, you know, I, I will tell you for days that Kurt Schilling is all a famer. Uh, but I guess he's a jerk. I mean, I don't guess he is a jerk, so I guess that means you're out. So it's the good guys Hall of Fame right now. Um, you know, when it comes to Bonds and Clemens, you know, I, I, I listened to a little bit. You guys talking about it on primetime today. I mean, Barry Bonds is a top five player of all time. There's no doubt. Um, I think if you don't think he's number one, it's because you're looking at generations. Whether you want to pick Willie Mays or Mickey Mantle or Mike Trout, or Alex Rodriguez, uh, you're looking at just different generations. Uh, but Bonds is definitely up there as one of the greatest. And Roger Clemens, I mean, the beginning of his career, the middle of his career, and the end of his career, he was dominant the entire time. He's got World Series rings. He's got more Cy Youngs than anybody. Um, he Hell, he had a 1.12 ERA at 40. I think we know why, but he still did. Yeah. Um, and when you look ahead to these guys, Mike, I do think that these guys will get in the Hall of Fame. I do think it. What's going to happen, though, is Bonds and Clemens are going to be in their 60s and 70s when they get in because the Bagwells, the Piazzas, the Pudges, the Ortizes of the world, the guys that were clean that played against them, they're going to vote them in. They're basically waiting for the Joe Morgans and the Paul Molitors and those guys of the world to adios from this world, and that's what's going to get them in. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a too little, too late kind of thing, but I I guess they'll eventually be in. And my little quip on Pete Rose is the day Pete Rose dies is the day Pete Rose gets in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, probably. Probably true. Because they don't want to give him the satisfaction of being alive and being a Hall of Famer. Right, and... Judging on looking at him, that might be sooner rather than later. Might be sooner. Yeah, he doesn't look good. No, he doesn't. Um, Yeah, it's just, it is what it is, but it doesn't make it not disappointing. Right. And I, I'm amazed at how much I've changed on this because I was so adamant. I was, I was a, on the same side as you and John Sikanik, who, by the way, is still on that side. I can't believe, I can't believe I am where I am right now, and I'm not even fully there. Yeah, but I mean. I think what I think what we're seeing here and I think what what throws us all into question is just there needs to be an overhaul in how people are voted into the Hall of Fame. And I think that's it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the answer is. You know, I don't know if former players <clears throat> are better judges or if they're all going to be Joe Morgans and or, or not, but I think we need to change in that room. And I think, and I think real quick, real quick before we go to Joe, I think there's another aspect of that. That's the truth. That's on the positive side of this quote unquote. Okay. I'm going to say this and I need everyone to understand that this man without a shadow of a doubt is a hall of famer. Okay. One of the greatest people to ever step foot on a diamond. 
There is only one player in the history of the Hall of Fame to get a unanimous vote. And it's Mariano Rivera. I love Mo. Bonafide Hall of Famer, without a doubt. Gets my vote 11 times out of 10. But no Griffey? No Maddox? No Tom Seaver? Who was the most beloved player of that no generation? No Willie Mays? You know? Like, like like beloved by the writers and who was nice to everybody. You know what Mariano I mean? Mariano Rivera. Like, like, we got one guy that's 100%. So if you switch it to the good side of the argument, the good guys of baseball, Derek Jeter's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Do I think he's a little bit of an overrated shortstop? Sure, of course I do. Doesn't take away from the fact that well, I'd vote for him as a Hall of Famer. He was first ballot. He wasn't unanimous. Well, I know, but yeah. but it doesn't take away from the fact that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. And so the good guys, we see this in that aspect too, that there's only one guy that everybody agreed on, and it wasn't Ken Griffey Jr. Get out of here. Right. Get the hell out of here. Joe. So I wonder if this happened with you, Patrick, but because Mike was already on the side of, you know, let them in, is that I guess leading up to it, I wasn't really sure what side I was on. I was mo- I was probably more so on the side of Mike, like let them in. But as soon as it was like announced, like Ortiz is the only one and it was officially done, like Bonds, they're not going in. It almost like flipped a switch and I was just like, are you kidding me? Exactly. It's exactly really, the same thing. Really? And so as soon as that, like I said, the news broke and it was like, all right, it's just Ortiz. These guys, sorry, no, not not going to happen. You want to be in the Hall of Fame. That was kind of just seeing it right there was what did it for me. I'm like, okay, let's let's be real here. Best baseball players of all time. These guys are not going to be in here. Yeah, and 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 you look at the you look at the video of Ortiz getting the phone call, and you see that, and he can get them all, and they're cool and stuff. And I'm looking at him like, okay, well, I know he's getting in because they don't have a video of a guy not getting a phone right, call. Right. <laughs> Larry Walker's there in his SpongeBob shirt, and he's like, "Dang it, the Just phone didn't ring." Check in on you, bud. Uh, but but what I thought was interesting is, did you notice who was standing to his right? Pedro. Pedro Martinez. Like, there's a little bit of that aspect. Alex Rodriguez is all over media right now. And didn't David Ortiz, like... Alex Rodriguez is all over media right now, but when he's on a set, you don't see Derek Jeter standing next to no, him. Because everyone hates him. Being like, what's up, dude? Yeah. Didn't, didn't Ortiz, like, give love to Bonds in his little speech, too? His little press conference thing? Probably. He probably gave him his first dose of juice. <laughs> Bonds was in Minnesota in an early game, and he was like, hey, you know how it would be better? You got some talent, but you can't figure it out. You want to be really good? Boston strong. And that's... that. that well, it didn't work for him in Minnesota then because... <laughs> that's where our biggest problem is, and, and I don't know how... I don't know how to change this. I don't know how to change this at all. Um, I mean, I do, but I don't see... <laughs> Once again, here we are in a situation in which Major League Baseball won't get out of their own way. Okay. They never will. In fact, they only get in their own way. Here, here's something I learned this week that I didn't know. And here's something that might change it. Might. Okay. Although we're a little bit too little too late at this point, I guess, except for A-Rod. Um, make all the votes public. Ugh. And here's the thing that I learned this week. The Baseball Writers Association of America... Voted and said, yes, make the votes public. You know who hasn't done it and didn't agree to it? The Hall of Fame. That's so ass backwards. So the writers agreed, or at least the majority agreed, to make the votes public. And the Hall of Fame hasn't done anything with that. What are they protecting? Who knows? 
They're protect. They're protecting those voters who vote for nobody and don't want anybody to know that they voted for nobody. And they're doing it at the expense of steroid guys getting into the Hall of Fame and other steroid guys not getting into the Hall of Fame. It doesn't make any sense. S or get off the pot. Here, here's the thing, <clears throat> and it, it, we've been alluding to it. If there was consistency, I think there would be at least for this show less of like a waking up moment. Sure. If none of the steroid guys were in, none of them. No. Even no guys ba- who were slightly tied to it. No Bagwell, no Pudge, no Ortiz. You could disagree with it all you want, but at least there's consistency. At right. least there's a pattern. If you took steroids, if you cheated and we can prove it, or at least it's obvious, then you're not making it in. Then I think it'd be a little bit better than what we're, where we're at now. If they were all in, then it'd be the flip side. You might disagree with it, but they'd all be in. Right now we're in this in-between of it doesn't make any sense why you put Pudge Rodriguez in the Hall of Fame and David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame, but not the other guys. It doesn't make sense. Alex Rodriguez was on the same team as Pudge Rodriguez. Yes. Probably using the same steroids. And Jose Canseco. And Rafael And Rafael Romero. And Juan Gonzalez. Yes. What are we doing? Remember that Rangers team? They hit a lot of home runs. Are you about to tell me that Michael Young was on steroids too? Because I loved that guy. He probably was. <laughs> uh, let's try to Did be. You a... See that jaw? God, I love that dude. God, Steroid just, jaw. Just, just mid mid America white from boy grind, plays just, baseball. Just from grinding his own teeth. I can play third, short, and second, and I grind my teeth because I have to use the cocaine to counteract the steroids. And then later right. in my career, I played outfield too. And look at <laughs> look at me go. Look at me now. The old school Chris Taylor. Uh, when we come back, uh, let's spin this a little positive i want to talk about some of the guys that are on the ballot currently that didn't make it that have the potential there's two i have in mind that we can chat with and then i would also like to because we do it every year we'll look ahead to 2023 because if if my memory i haven't looked at it yet but if my memory is correct we're looking a little grim over the next few years yeah i think we're gonna be in a dry spell here I think we're gonna be looking pretty grim so we'll get to positive sides of hall of fame next this is the hot core. That's Mike Lynch. I'm Patrick Harris. Joe Fish behind the glass. The Musica, the Harry Fraud. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Coming up in 15 minutes, we'll look ahead to the 2023, 2024, 2025 class just for funsies. And yes, Joe, that means no fair or foul today. Unless you had one prepared. Well, I'm halfway through with it, so I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I do. If it was a Hall of Fame fair or foul, I am very interested. Uh, well, I only have two so far, and half of them are Hall of Fame, so <laughs> one of them is Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, re- I I said that because I knew Patrick totally forgot about the segment today. No, I, I didn't. didn't. I didn't hear anything referenced. So, but yeah, I didn't I mean, forget about it. I just figured we had enough to talk about. Whatever. Oh, okay. Whatever. Whatever I, just I just wanted to make sure Joe didn't prepare it all without being used. I've got four Because I know how that feels. Mike, I've got four <laughs> words for you. Look into my eyes. Mm. I am the captain. Yeah. Thank you. Do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> God. My name's first. Me- meanwhile, we're going to go to it next, and you're going to have two questions. Like, what? I still want to hear those two questions, no matter what we do. Well, we have a final segment, so. Uh, <laughs> um. They're uh, looking at the the castovers that did not make it that are still eligible on this ballot. Uh, I think there are a few names. I said two, and I think reality is three, but that's my own biases. Uh, and, and actually, it's not my own biases. I think it's actually me watching baseball. 
Uh, there are three guys, and I'm I'm just curious. Would as that we not can, include your? Would that not be your own bias then? I guess you watching baseball is your bias. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, so I'm biased, Mike, that I watch this game and actually know it, unlike half of the voters. The three guys that voted for Bonds but didn't vote for Clemens, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, like, pick a side. Pick an aisle. Pick an aisle. 29 people that voted for Bonds didn't vote for Schilling. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what is absolutely wrong with you? Schilling did tell them to not vote for him, so. Well, th- that's because he's just like, get off my lawn. You know, that's just who he is. Anyway, there's three guys on this list that I think are Hall of Famers. That are tr- Two of them are trending in the right direction. And I wonder if it's enough to trend them into the full trajectory. Well, I, I think we're going to say the same two names. Because mm-hmm. you mentioned two before the break. Mm-hmm. And I think both of them will be Hall of Fame. My third is Omar Vizquel. Yes. I do believe Omar Vizquel is the greatest defensive shortstop of all time. And I think he was a good enough hitter on good enough teams that should warrant him into the Hall of Fame. And I guess he also hits women. So I guess that, that hurts he, him he, a lot. He is better at hitting women than hitting baseballs. That is unfortunate. Yes. Uh, the two would be Scotty Baseball, Scotty Rowland. The greatest defensive third baseman of all time. Who is now up to 63% voting. Which, Take that, Brooks Robinson. Which to me screams he's making it in in a year or two. Me too. And the other one is uh, my probably my favorite first baseman growing up is Todd Helton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think of Colorado Rockies baseball. I think of Todd Helton. Yeah. And he was up to 52%, right? 52%. Yep. And so I think that's also, he's only in year four. So just based on guys who trend upward, he's got six years left. I really hate that you trend upwards. Like, why are we changing opinions, Mike? We always play this game. Is the guy a Hall of Famer? Yes. If you have any other answer, it's no. If you go, uh, it's no. Because... As has been cemented this year, it all is a joke. Right. It's all an effing joke. I can't tell you how many times I've almost dropped the F-bomb on this show tonight. <laughs> it's about, I'm I'm up to four. Mm. That was number four right there. Well, that's, you know what? I'm proud of that's you how because much this you have dropped an F-bomb three times in the show in this history. Yeah, yeah. And then and, and probably three more times in the future. You're, uh, bad, at, you're bad at filtering I, I am. I am really bad, which is funny because I have small children at home. Uh, Scotty Baseball, uh, I mean, like... If Scott Rowland played 30 years ago, this guy would be a first ballot Hall of Famer with 88%. What is it about Scott Rowland that people don't want to put in the Hall of Fame? I understand your Todd Helton argument. Oh, it's the Colorado thing. But you put Larry Walker in. If you put Larry in, you're putting Helton in. Who's the better player, Larry Walker or Todd Helton? Uh, Todd Helton. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Well, what are we waiting for? Yeah. I get first ballot, first ballot. I'm cool with having the prestige of first ballot. The prestige of first ballot is Randy Johnson, the greatest left-handed pitcher of all time. The prestige is Ken Griffey Jr., the greatest center fielder of all time. No shot at Willie. It's just the truth. Derek Jeter, the captain, the winner. That's first ballot. Robbie Alomar, you spit in an ump's face, your second, your second ballot. You lose that choice. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I don't love it because I love Robbie Alomar, and he is the greatest second baseman of all time. But you did something bad on the field, and that's kind of what it cost you. But Scott Rowland is like the greatest third baseman ever, and he can't get in. I mean, I'm going to assume it's his hitting, which was, you know, fine. Fine. It's okay, as Patrick would say. Yeah. It's okay. What's his career average, okay. like 270? Probably like 250. Yeah. I'm going to look it up right now. Well, I mean, 
there's your answer right there. Why is he not a Hall of Famer? Yeah, well, because he's a 200-something hitter, right? There are plenty of 200 hitters in the Hall of Fame. Well, but by our standards, would that not be something that keeps you out bro, potentially? 281. Don't bro 281 me, <laughs> Patrick. That, that passes my standard. Don't No. No, it does not. <laughs> no, it does not. I changed it. If the Hall of Fame can dance around, then I've changed it. Picking and choosing, like always. Sheesh. But still, 281, uh, there are plenty of guys in the Hall that have under 300 averages. Of course. 281 is not 245. And is he the greatest third baseman of all time? You could argue that, yes, defensively. Um so, yeah, he should be a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Alex Rodriguez is the greatest third baseman of all time. Also the greatest shortstop of all time. <laughs> Probably. Uh, and so that's what I think is funny. So I do wonder, and, you know, when we come back, I you know, we will look ahead to the next few years because, like I said, I haven't pulled it up yet, but uh, if my memory serves me correct, there's not a whole lot of new, real flashy things coming on the ballot. So I wonder if next year, if it in fact will look it up, is a, a kind of a scarce year. Can Scott Rowland and Todd Helton make the jump to get in? Rowland might. I mean, he's close enough. Scott 12, Rowland's a rookie of the year, by the way. 12%, right? So we've had seven gold gloves. We've had years before where Eight nobody gold gloves where nobody's made it in. That's happened before. Um, but if Rowland's at 63, to me, that's yeah, he'll make it. Rowland's sure. got eight gold gloves, seven all-star appearances, rookie of the year. 281 defensive wizard he'll make it next year oh man i should look up his hall of fame metric todd helton two years from now probably right? yeah probably so all right when we come back we'll keep on this positive train and we'll look ahead to see the guys they can get there plus we've got a couple questions that joe's gonna throw our way in a fake what is it called fair or foul are we on radio yep four are we live is yeah. that Lamont? you got it bud all right we'll do that next but first joe with sports This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 835. We'll wrap up this last half hour with a little fun and jovial stuff for you. We're looking at the next three years ahead of us. Well, one of us is. I'm not. I am because I am the captain. And so I made Mike wait because 2014 and 2024, excuse me, and 2025 are some interesting things to go down the line. I'm looking at 2023. 2023, um, <laughs> the first year guys on this are quite lackluster. There yeah. are two with over 100 Hall of Fame metric. I believe the rule for Hall of Fame metric is 100 is the line of demarcation of over 100, you are likely. Under 100, you are less likely. So some current guys on the ballot that are over 100 – not by much, would be Billy Wagner. 107. Andrew Jones. 109. Jeff Kent. 123. Omar Vizquel. 120. Andy Pettit. 128. Jimmy Rollins, who seems to be getting a lot of love for some reason, only getting 9.4% this year, but people are like, is Jimmy Rollins going to make it to the Hall of Fame? You go from 94 to 75%, that's a serious thing. Yeah. Uh, but in 2023, your new big names... Uh, Carlos Beltran <clears throat> is the biggest name. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he will always and forever, whether he makes the Hall of Fame or not, he will always and forever be known for two things. One, a postseason monster 
absolute monster. Whatever, whether he was on the Mets or the Astros, when it was the postseason, the man hit. Yes. The man hit incredibly. Like some of the most insane postseason stuff I've ever seen. Like Randy Rosarena, hi, welcome to Carlos Beltran kind of stuff. Uh, and the number two thing he'll be remembered for is probably cheating in Houston. Uh, probably being the ringleader, him and Alex Cora. I think the third thing will be taking three strikes right down the middle in the World Series. That, that will also be true. Yes. Carlos Beltran on the plane, Joe Buck. And here it is, the most feared hitter. Watch, 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 and it's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other guys, let me, let, Joe. Well, hold me, on, hold on. There is another guy with an over 100 I know, metric. I was going to make fun of people before I got oh, to him. okay. Yeah. The, the other guys that are first on this list, Joe, tell me if you like any of these guys. John Lackey, mm, Jared really. Weaver, mm, really. Jacoby Ellsbury, <laughs> Matt Cain threw a perfect game. I did like, I I did like, do Matt, like Cain. Some Matt Cain. Johnny Peralta. With an H. Steroids. In the wrong spot. Jason Worth. With a Y for some reason. J.J. Hardy. Party at Napoli. We know Joe loves J.J. Hardy. Party at Napoli's One Mike of the most Napoli fundamental shortstops of all time Bronson Arroyo R A Dickey and my personal favorite Ubaldo Jimenez yes Joe shout out to you as well I, I uh, been... you forgot to mention I saw a Facebook post back in the day where I was like when the Indians traded for Ubaldo midseason I was like we're going to the series. One, I you deleted didn't, it. You didn't mention one of the greatest postseason catchers of all time in Carlos Ruiz. Oh, whoops. Uh, and also, he has caught like three no hitters. All right, Dickie's been out of the league for five <clears throat> years already. Hey, man, get old. Holy cow. And then the craziest one of all this that Mike and I didn't know was buried on this list by baseball reference uh, Francisco Rodriguez, K Rod. He's got a 124 metric, he has 437 career saves and a 286 ERA. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> it really makes me wonder. I think I, K Rod is scarred by the fact that he sucked at the end of his career. But I do wonder if K Rod is like a ninth, tenth year kind of guy that gets in as more relievers are getting in. Is he a guy who used steroids? Don't know. Because his peak. Apparently, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> his peak was with the Angels when he went 45, 47, 40, and 62 saves in four straight years. And he led the league in three of them. Pretty amazing. Yes. The guy was good. And I think we're His willing, ERAs were in the ones and twos those I years. think we're willing to admit that relievers have short spans. But if you're good, not everybody's Trevor Hoffman. Not everybody's Mo, Not everybody's Eckersley. Although I will also argue this. If Billy Wagner is not going to make it, eight, eighth year, 51%, K-Rod's probably not going to make it. I would also agree with that. Because Wagner has 422 saves and a better ERA. Also won a World Series as a closer. Yes. Also lost an NLDS. That that home run the is home still run. flying. The the most famous home run. The lock and load. Uh oh. <laughs> home run. The I haven't even swung and everyone went uh oh. <laughs> That's one of my all time favorite home runs I ever watched live. I think was that when Pujols just went up and I went uh oh. <laughs> I think that may be one of my favorite home runs of all time. It killed him for like three years. Yeah, he did. was dead. So if if Billy Wag. Wagner isn't in, then K-Rod won't make it. Although K-Rod will likely get in the 50% vote range because, well, he compiled a lot of good stats. Right. Uh, 2024 I is... I can look real quick, Patrick. Not yet. Uh, if uh, <laughs> Jason Worth, he doesn't get it inducted. <laughs> you know what he has to say? Yeah, people can kiss my ass! <laughs> uh, 2024, there's not much except for one, which I'll get to in a second. 
2025, uh, I just really want to talk about 2024. 2025 is pretty easy. Can I look? Uh, not yet. Uh, there is a guy with a Hall of Fame metric of 235 on the 2025 ballot. That is Ichiro Suzuki. Ah, that guy is a first ballot Hall of Famer that and will he go. That is, that he is. Uh, the other exciting thing from that year, in my opinion, uh, the only other exciting one is CC Sabathia. Ooh. Karsten Charles Sabathia III. Um, I love CC. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, although I so desperately want to say he's a Hall of Famer. Well, if Mike Nicene is a Hall of Famer, then then CC is, is a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Uh, but who knows? So maybe CC at the tail end, likable guy, but very, uh, very controversial when it comes to Major League Baseball in the sense that he is not afraid to call out Major League Baseball for being idiots. True. He does have that podcast now. He yep. says it how he, how he feels. He, he says it how he feels. Also had an alcohol problem, which I don't mm-hmm. know if that affects anything or not. But but I don't think what he says is like a shot at writers. It's more a shot at the institution which is more of a shot at what it is to be a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's okay with him. 2024 is what really piques my interest. Um, there's a guy on this ballot for the first time. He has a 163 metric. He has 477 home runs and 3,166 hits. That is third baseman Adrian Beltre. Ah. And if David Ortiz is in the Hall of Fame. Then Beltre is in the Hall of Fame. Then Beltre is in the Hall of Fame. But that guy clearly was on steroids. Yes. Can I, can I look at the list now? Yes. Okay, thank you. You're going to be <laughs> widely disappointed. Did, did Chase Utley get you going? Were you work, looking for that? Well, what about David Wright? Talk about a guy that will not be liked, Chase Utley. Yeah. Uh, however, there is my pick. If there's one steroid guy I would ever vote for in the Hall of Fame, you would think it'd be A-Rod. You would think it'd be Manny Ramirez. Oh, it's not. I know who. It is the human drumstick, Bartolo Colon. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. Bartolo, if he's not a Hall of Famer, they should have a wing for him. And okay. I, pun intended. Well, one guy's on this list in 2024 that. Oh, duh, duh, duh. I mean. I can't believe I missed it. It's because his metric is so low. I wasn't looking at it. Yeah, it's he's Joe, going. It's Joe Mauer. Of course he's going. He yeah. has to. Yes. He's a top five catcher of all time. Yes. Right? Yes. I, I agree. <clears throat> Joe Mauer's metric's only 92, by the way. That's uh, wild. 306 career hitter. I imagine it's low because, well, he didn't hit for any power at all. And he played for really bad teams, so he didn't drive any runs in. But he was really, really, really good. Um, yeah, Beltre is a Hall of Famer. Maurer is a Hall of Famer. And then uh, the only other over 100 on this is Matt Holiday, who, by the way, like Carlos Beltran, is one of those where you look at it and you go, are they a Hall of Famer? No. <laughs> like, really, really think about it. Because Matt Holiday was awesome. He was great. But uh, Joe was Maurer, he a Hall of Famer awesome? Uh, Joe Maurer, uh, you want to talk about that? Sure, he hit for average, but not a ton of, like, power. One, two, three, four, five Silver Slugger Awards. Well, the catcher position notably doesn't hit for understood, anything. Understood, understood, but three in a row, and he's got three gold gloves, and he won an MVP. When I look at Joe Maurer, I say he's a Hall of Famer. He's a poor man's Buster Posey. And Buster Posey's a bona fide Hall of Famer. Boy, is Joe Maurer a first ballot Hall of Famer? Probably not. You sure? I just said probably not. So, yeah, I think (laughs) I have to go with sure. Because like we always say, it's that initial reaction. giving you a chance to think. That initial reaction. Is Joe Maurer a Hall of Famer? Yes. Is he a first ballot? I go, hmm, that means no. I think he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. You think so? I think so. 
I mean, maybe it's recency bias, but was he not the best catcher in baseball for until Buster Posey? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was him until Posey. He was the best catcher in baseball when Posey was a kid. Uh, and then in 25, looking for the first time, you mentioned Ichiro with his fat 235. Oh, boy, that, that guy's going. Ooh, how about no, this? No, don't say it. Well, I'm just, he's close to 100. Dustin Pedroia. Nope. No. Injuries cost him too much? No. Being a douchebag cost him most. How about this? <laughs> is he Kurt Schilling level douchebag? Yes, though? he is. How about this? I don't know about that. At a lowly 67, Felix Hernandez. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Put him in. Yes, that guy's a Hall of Famer. Right? Felix Hernandez is a Hall of Famer. King Felix was one of the best pitchers of our generation. King, do we have uh, geographical bias over yeah, here? Felix Hernandez is Felix Hernandez is one of the I best. I was living in New Jersey when he was pitching for the most part. Felix so. Hernandez is one of the best raw talents, not even raw talents, like polished talents I've ever seen on a mound. That and, and, I'm serious. Like, you know me. I love the greatest pitchers in the history of baseball. I'm a Bob Gibson guy. I'm a Pedro Martinez guy. I don't love power. I'm not a Nolan Ryan guy, okay? I'm not a Roger Clemens guy. I've never been a big power guy. I don't get kitschy with knuckleballs and 12-6 curveballs. Koufax is great. Give me Bob Gibson. Felix Hernandez is easily one of the best pitchers I've ever seen throw the baseball in my entire life. And he won't make the Hall of Fame. You don't think so? No, he won't. Wins. You don't. You don't think that people will realize that he was screwed out of so many of those stats by playing for an awful franchise. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. What's his ERA? Three four two, one sixty nine and one thirty six. If you're not putting Schilling in, how are they going to put in Felix Hernandez? How many wins should Felix have? If you played for an all an all competent team, four hundred. Well, uh, and. It, I'm I'm going more. All right, 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 right. I'll be like, real here. I'll be like real here for a second. 169, 136. I guarantee you 100 those wins are for nigh. Well, how many no decisions did he have? 269. Right? Yeah, no decisions, which they don't have in here. Yeah. Now, this is uh, Felix when people don't vote him into the Hall of Fame. Now, what what did, what did I do wrong? <laughs> it's not wrong. One more year. I did click on it. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, by Hit the me, way, uh, in August, it will be 10 years since the Felix Hernandez perfect game. That is Our the last, last perfect game. Well, perfect game. unless you want to count John Means' as a game as a perfect game, which it should have been, but that's neither here nor there. Well, there is the imperfect game, too. So, yeah. uh, We've got ourselves a 205 and a 181 in uh, 2026. One 2026, of them, which means they would have retired last year, correct? Uh Yes, although one of them technically hasn't retired, so I think this is more of a guess. Projection. But he is probably playing, so he probably won't be on this year. But uh, 181 and 205. Is Justin Verlander one of them? Yes. Mm-hmm. He okay. is a 205. Is the other Albert Pujols? No. The other is also potentially a steroid user. Actually, definitely a steroid user at 186, 181. That would be Robbie Cano. No. Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. Right? Tested positive. If we, if Manny Ramirez has shown us anything, you can be alleged, but if you test positive, you're done. Nelson Cruz is so beloved, though. <laughs> By who? 
by who? Texas and Seattle? I mean, Tampa for a hot second? Baltimore? It, uh, there's one season Orioles. I enjoyed <laughs> you know that. I mean? Everybody's like, Nelson Cruz, that guy's a cheating bum. Ooh, he's on my team. Do he have 46 bombs this year? Love him. Great also, guy. Also that Good year. clubhouse. What did I always say? Good clubhouse guy. Also that year, Ryan Braun's first year, 107. Get out of here, you loser, you anti-Semite. Get out of here, dude. What? What? He's Jewish. I know. He's not anti-Semitic. Well, he's definitely misrepresenting. He's a douche. He's misrepresenting <laughs> the culture, so I'm going to tag him in there. Also on this list, with an 84 score, he was on 25. He's not a Hall of Famer, but that's way higher than I would have thought. It's a catcher. It's Mr. Baseball himself. Yachty Molina. Brian McCann. Oh, no. No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Mr. I protect the game solely I protect, I by protect myself. The game by myself. My best friend is A.J. Pierzynski, and we're the coolest dudes you've ever met in your life. <laughs> and if you do anything that shows emotion at all, I will meet you at home plate and not let you touch it. Forget about the fact that I did win a World Series once and it was on the Houston Astros. Don't worry about that. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. Plus, I want them trivia questions. High quarter today the fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. All right, we'll get out of here real quick. Joe, you had a couple questions. Why don't you fire them at us? Okay. I, I did peek at the 2027, by the way. Buster Posey, John Lester, yeah. question mark. Some good ones. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my uh, first one was uh, fair or foul. Barry Bonds had more intentional walks in his last five seasons than Ortiz had in his entire career. I know the answer to this. I, I can't even go on Reddit anymore to get this stuff, Patrick. Can't, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, there. I, I would assume that's fair. Isn't that wild, dude? It, it is, is fair. That's how feared he was. Well, I just remember Over those last, last few years, he just got walked seasons? every time. Ooh. How well were you reading, Patrick? Uh, read the headline. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, four seasons. It's foul by only by like five walks, though. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Barry Bonds was still at the height. Not the height, but I mean, he was still a very, very good player. And no one would touch him. They even looked it up as collusion because no one would sign Barry Bonds. Remember, the I think the Marlins were thinking about signing Barry Bonds. Well, he was their hitting coach for like a year or well, two, Yeah, right? but because they wouldn't sign him as a player because the Giants were like, okay, it's time to walk away from this. Giants well-run organization probably knew it was time to kind of get away from that. Mm-hmm. And... Bonds could still play. It's not like Pujols now. Bonds could still play, and everyone said no. And he sued the league for collusion, and he lost. Hmm. All right, and my second one was not Hall of Fame related, more so team related. Rays. Guardians suck. uh, The Rays aren't going to be able to do their split home thing with the Montreal, so that means fair or foul. Rays will relocate at some point. Fair. I mean, they they said that they're going to try to – build a new stadium in the Tampa, St. Mm. Petersburg area. But with Montreal and I guess Nashville's really kind of stepped up and trying to get a team really Charlotte, pushing. Charlotte really wants one. I in Portland? Be, well, not the Rays. 
I wouldn't be this I wouldn't dump be of a city, <laughs> right? I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they moved. No, right. um, and I, I I did have one more, but continue, Patrick. I, I I actually think real quick that uh, I think if it wasn't COVID, I think the Rays would stay in Tampa and split games in Montreal. But because of the Canadian border, probably not. That's a good point. That is fair. Uh, and my last one was I see what you did there. Uh, fair or foul, beer is still fine six to seven months after its canning date. <laughs> that is foul. That is a hard foul. That's a foul. Foul. And you tasted it yourself, Joe. Yeah, I learned. Fool me once, shame on you for not telling me before about this whole canning date on the bottom to, of it. Listen to beers on us. We talk about about every week. Fool me twice, shame on you, because we told you about it, and you yeah. went blindly into picking up cans that yeah. were eight months old. Yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, strike three. And uh, shame on that place for having eight-month-old beer on their shelves. All right, that'll do it for us. Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4. We'll see you next week. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. Mike, the Beers on Us podcast. Get it, baby. Todd Helton. Scotty Baseball. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.